Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with the Lakers snack pack right here at the Lakers fast break podcast. Thanking you, the viewers out there, especially out you out there on YouTube, because officially last night, early this morning, we have gone over the 1000 subscriber mark. And I'm truly, truly thankful and blessed for everybody out there for all their support. Raphael five, six, two, first one up first one here. Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. We are over a thousand subscribers on YouTube and going strong. If you're not yet a subscriber, please go ahead and hit the little Joe. That's right. So many people have hit the little Joe with the BDIs in the right-hand corner of your YouTube screen. So go ahead and check it out today. Go ahead. So you can go ahead, hit it, subscribe. Get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break, like later today with Empire Jeff TV. So go ahead and do that right away if you can. You're now part of the over 1,100 subscribers for us right here on YouTube. We are so thankful and blessed, and we thought we'd give you an extra treat, a little snack pack, as it were, because we have heard now so many times, yay, a subscriber. I got to go ahead and get these other guys to go ahead and record their greetings as well. But here today to talk about their thoughts and their thank yous to you out there. Plus, we're going to talk some FIBA and some Giannis Antetokounmpo as well. Good guys indeed. First man up, first man here. You know he's the mastermind behind Simblades. Simblades with the Y.com. Plus also as well, he's making sure that hair is terrific, like Pat Riley-ish. There you go. Whenever he goes on, it's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe... Oh, the ox man, indeed. 1,100 subscribers, man. We we actually went over, what, almost 200 overnight. We've blown up, man. I don't know how we did it, but we got there, my friend. And I'm truly thankful for all the time that you spent with us right here at the Lakers Pass Break. Yeah, it's been a very, very fun, I'd say, 16 months. I believe I arrived two years ago. I think that was the first show I was on. It was in August of 2021. And then uh, from what? September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Probably the eight months after that, I was kind of like here and there. 
And then finally, I think around April of 2022, started noticing I was involved on a daily basis. And then uh, here we are. What is it? Sucked uh, you right in. So 16 months later. It's so funny because he says that line, and then the next two minutes later, he drops dead. So (laughs) I never, that's the thing I would ask Coppola. Why would you, why did you put that line there? Why couldn't you have done it at another point in time in the trilogy? That's yeah, it was so happened. anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, it was so anticlimactic. That well, maybe that was the point. Number two. I don't that know if he's that ironical, though, has though yet Joe. He's never been that ironical before. What? Would have made more sense in two instead of three. But then again, I digress. But uh, I think Gerald know, has a point because didn't he go, uh, didn't he go on to uh, do The Island of Dr. Monroe? Yeah, that's true. Who? What? No, not not Co- was not, not Brando. That was Brando. That was Brando. Yeah, that was Brando. And he bad. destroyed yeah. it. Him and yeah. Val Kilmer, I believe, was in it, right? Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. They that absolutely was... destroyed that movie. Yes, that was the, uh, the director. I think wanted to jump off a cliff during. Yeah, and that. the viewers <laughs> did too after they watched that movie. But poor guy. It is the Lakers fast break. Joe, a thousand plus subscribers now. It is truly something, a monumental feat for us here. Something we've always looked forward to and talked about at nauseum seemingly to our audience, but now it's finally here. Where do you see this channel growing from here? That's a good question. I don't see how, I don't see how this won't be the standard down the road. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, Lakers fast break as a the beginnings of Cisco and Ebert in the I believe in the late seventies when they put Gene Cisco with Roger Ebert one was working at the Chicago Sun Times the other was uh, across the street with the bourgeois uh, Chicago Tribune I believe mm-hmm. so they took to these two at that time you know we always have to focus on at that time because it's easy to look at it now right. But you had these two basically dopes. They look like dopes. They dress like dopes. Talking face-to-face on TV about movies. And you're like, how the hell is this going to work? Well, the reason why it worked was at some point, their faces and their clothes took a back seat to the content. So people want to be entertained. And they were being entertained. At the same time, they start getting relevant information. Now, Roger Ebert was a little harsh when he when it came to movies, and some people resented that. But that's what brings an audience. I'm sure there's people out there that resent some of the things we say, but a lot of times that's what builds the traction. You're sitting there and you want to be Charlie Brown and Mr. Rogers. I'm sure that'll work for a lot of people out there, but. If you're looking for that here, you will never have it. As a matter of fact, it might get worse uh, the more popular we get because now we might start getting some feedback and there will obviously be some rebuttals with that feedback because you're going to have to come with stuff. You're going to have to come with legitimate stuff. There are things that are opinionated. You can't really back up, right? Like, do you think Giannis is the best player in the league? Well, if some guy says yes and I say no, you can't really back that up, really. It's an opinion. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that the Lakers are not going to make the playoffs, 
when you just traded for Anthony Davis and LeBron James is there, I'm probably not going to take you seriously. By the way, they won a championship that year too. Not not only made the playoffs, they won a championship. So there's a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff that I think is going to continue to go up and up. And I'm actually looking forward to battling down the road with that. And of course, growing the show and making sure the production value continues to go up and up and up. That's the key here, guys. Production value must improve. We must entertain. We must give the audience what they want. There's going to be an audience and it's building. They want what what they're watching and we're going to give it to them. And sometimes we're going to tell them stuff they don't want to hear. And sometimes they're going to tell us to go eat dirt. That's fine. You can do that. But I'm going to tell you to eat dirt too if you're not right. So just know that. A lot of dirt eating here. Well, I mean, you know. That tastes my mouth. It's a family. Well, I, I, I don't I didn't think we wanted to say other things. But of course. a little less menacing. This is true. This is true indeed. But also here today to thank our over 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Good man indeed. He is the madman from Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to say a special thank you to you out there, the viewer. It is the magic man, Sean Grice. And Sean, great to have you here, my friend, celebrating over 1,000 subscribers, something we've worked very hard for. Just truly appreciate it. We're now over 1,150 as we speak seemingly going strong we have done something right to someone out there and we are very appreciative of that we don't know who we don't know why we don't know how but you know to hit 200 overnight is truly a special feat for us and that's over 20 percent of our total subscribership so we're just cannot be thankful enough for going ahead and uh, doing something of that nature your thoughts my friend on hitting over a thousand subscribers on youtube i think it's incredible jero I still have the photo of uh, August 21st, 2021, when we had 99. And now we're, we're over 1,100, probably going to hit 1,200 uh, before the night's over, hopefully, the way things are going. Uh, I just can't be more appreciative, first of all, to uh, yourself and Joe. You know, when we all started this, it was just kind of a collision of personalities and uh, we've made it work. We've hit on something. Hopefully something good. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's genuine. It's, it's authentic. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Behind the scenes is what you see is what you get. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we disagree, but we all come back to the, the same point that we started. Um, Gerald, you've been, uh, going down a dirt road with this organic growth, man. We didn't what take is the this highway. With the dirt analogies yeah, here. Yeah. We didn't. Well, we didn't take the. High, well, it's a it's a country saying. I mean, That's a highway can get you home. We but... don't want to say excrement. Yes. No. Right. no. I know, Joe. Well, we I could know. Say terra firm. We could like that. That's a little nicer. No worries, uh, but, I'm just I'm just yeah, uh, pulling your but leg. We didn't take the highway here, Gerald. This wasn't this wasn't a fast. Uh, entrance and exit to a thousand. Uh, we took the the long road to get here organically, and it started with um, not only just building an audience, Gerald. That's one thing, but keeping the audience because what our audience does is devote some of their precious time to this channel and to us. 
And that's what I think about before I get on here with you guys. I, I told you, but like before I come on here, I sort of have a, like a routine, right? Like you listen to music and you get into a mindset and a mind frame. And one of the uh, concepts I have is that this audience whom I love and respect is giving us their time. And that's more precious than anything else on this planet for somebody to give you and for for them to keep coming back. We're doing something right. And, and I just don't want to veer off, off this path. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We are thanking you, the viewers out there on YouTube and everywhere else, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, wherever you catch us, as we have hit 1,000-plus subscribers on YouTube, and we are so grateful for it. We're doing a special Lakers snack pack for you. Joe, as we continue going past that 1,000 a subscriber mark and we're just looking to go ahead and do more and bigger things like i know that you've got a lot of plans a lot of things in the fire and a lot of things in the works for this channel i wanted to ask you this though how is it going to grow as far as with the lakers what do you think that the individuals out there want besides more rants all the time from you of course what do you th think it is specifically that they're looking for that you want to go ahead and make sure they get i think they're going to want to know that their thoughts are being validated. If they are thinking something's going on and they, they're not hearing it, which people are, are attached to these shows that are on TV, the first takes and all that. I don't know why they're terrible shows, uh, because they have no substance. They're, they're just cheap attention, getting garbage, kind of like Howard Stern with naked women and, midgets and weirdos circus it's a circus it's become a circus i don't want us to ever be a circus we don't need to be a circus we don't need freak shows we want to be an answer to questions why are the lakers playing bad this particular week the bigger we get maybe we get more insider information insider information in the sense of knowing what's really going on. You've had things that have come out in the past before. Maybe a little bit more detail would be kind of nice. Obviously, it's not going to come directly from the Lakers or the source, but maybe somebody that's hovering around. Uh, I won't get into the details too much, but 2011, a lot of the reasons why the Lakers faltered that year was there was some extracurricular activity going on with certain players. And females i'll just leave it at that things like that almost kind of like a handicapper i'm looking at this like a handicapper i want information that's relevant to the stuff that's not kind of really really out there uh you being in vegas only enhances the need for that right you're in vegas that's where most of this stuff permeates it's like uh, there's a scene in The Sopranos when Tony's trying to borrow the money he helped Carmela make, his wife. For those of you who haven't watched The Sopranos, God help you. And he's asking her for the money she made from a spec house she sold so that he can put it all on the charges because he found out that a physical therapist uh, basically diagnosed the quarterback with a severe injury. 
knowing that he would not perform well that game. And of course, the game plays, they get blown out. And instead of winning a million dollars, he wins 10 grand because he didn't have, he didn't put enough money to do it. So the, those type of things are what I, what I want to get into. If you want me to really, truly guide this into the, to the futures, I want, it's not going to be all the time, but I want those instances when things like that are going on, good or bad. I want that kind of information at some point. So as we build this and as we become popular and as our faces become popular and more importantly, our voices, our influence, influence, right? Isn't that what everybody wants to call themselves an influencer? I'm never going to call myself an influencer. I'm just going to, I'm a commentator. I'm a observer. I am a person who is explaining something that I enjoy doing to those who enjoy listening. That's it. And I think that's where this can go. I think that's the ceiling. Uh, Being on other shows, answering questions, I'm sure that's going to be something down the road to help cross market. So I would say be prepared for that. But I'd say that the ceiling on this is being a voice for the team without being directly connected with the team. And maybe we can get lucky and have their respect too. And, you know, Gerald, if, uh, if I may add something here, um, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I think, you know, me by good by now. I'm, I'm a quote person. I like, uh, I like a quote to, uh, sort of put a cherry on top, emphasize something. So this is, this is what Bob Marley said once he said, and I won't do the accent because I can't do it. I can't do a good Jamaican act. We already are getting a Bob Marley biopic. That We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, life is one big road with lots of signs. So when you're riding through the ruts, don't complicate your mind. Flee from hate, mischief, and jealousy. Don't bury your thoughts. Put your vision to reality. And that's what you've done, Gerald, and I've tried to emulate that. Put the vision to reality. You started out with an idea and here we are. And I think we're just trying to um, continue on successfully because I've seen the hard work you've put into this and uh, I could never match. I could never match it, but I try really hard, Gerald. Uh, You do do a great job, man. You do a great job. And uh, Joe, uh, you know, he's here as well. So, So, I mean, (laughs) just kidding. So when he says like life is filled with signs, it's true, Gerald. It's true. Like there was, there's a great quote in Silver Linings Playbook when they're they're I don't want to ruin it for people, but they're in the dance hall, and mm-hmm. Pat Musitano Senior, Robert De Niro, walks up to his son Pat Junior and says, "You got to look at the signs. It's a sin." not to look away from this it's a sin to look away from the signs and that signs followed me here i'm a guy from canada who was probably the biggest laker fan in this nation but i just happened to be dropped in to uh a universe with uh guys from the west coast and it's enriched my life gerald this this channel what you've done it's made me it's enriched my life. Thank you. 
wow i was gonna get the do the joe sarcastic grab a kleenex and do a tear thing going on there but that i appreciate it my from uh, uh I mean it. my heart man yeah appreciate everything that you've done you know ever since the laker tom introduced me to you and, and uh basically got you involved in this and sucked you right in doing the al pacino thing you didn't get a heart attack the next uh, five minutes later so i'm just glad for that but this is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible, it's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. We are celebrating 1,000 subscribers, but we're also talking a little bit more about the NBA and FIBA. Before we hit up what's going on with FIBA, because actually Magic Man was up early for us here on the West Coast, looking at some stuff on playback. Uh, he was there earlier watching some of the FIBA games. Joe, you heard some interesting comments from Giannis Atentacumpo, and people are, of course, like they did with Joel Embiid earlier this summer, are trying to extrapolate some uh, words that were sent in regards to a possible maybe not everything is so happy in Milwaukee type situation there. So this is the first time I've heard Giannis get on a, <clears throat> would it be a soapbox? Not a soapbox, right? It's more of a. It sounded like a soapbox. He basically said okay, that yeah. it, he won't right. sign an extension until he sees a title commitment from the Bucks. Okay. I, I'm trying to understand what that means based off the information I have. The Bucks are the fourth, have the fourth largest payroll in the NBA. They have a viable number two. Viable. I mean, would you would you argue that Middleton isn't a perfect number two? When he was healthy, he okay. was uh, yeah. okay. So he may not they, be now. Okay. And then you have a runner up defensive player of the year you just re-signed. You just re-signed your number two. You Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday. Uh, I don't really know where this came from unless there's something going on inside, which is probably what it is, where Giannis is seeing something probably fall apart down the road. Maybe it's the hiring of that new coach that is uh, not a, a established title-winning coach. Yeah, Adrian Griffin, former head assistant to Nick Nurse in uh, exactly. Toronto. I, I, I he still... has a lot of time in the league as a former journeyman player, which you know journeyman players often succeed as NBA coaches, but it is his first year. Yes, but what 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 was next? What would, if, what, would he be happy? Could if... see a Darvin Ham deal though. You could put the comparisons there for Darvin. I, I don't I don't I don't know why he would say this other than he's. Other than, I don't even think it's the new coach. I think there's something going on in that organization that might not smell very well for him. And maybe, maybe they, he feels that they might be resting on their 2021 title. That's what happens a lot of times 
when it comes to these Midwest uh, once in a great, what a one-time win will do. It's happened to Dallas. It's happened to Cleveland. It's happened to, to some degree, Cleveland. I know LeBron was there, but he ended up leaving, obviously. So you've had, let's say, Dallas, one and done. Cleveland, one and done. Milwaukee, right now, they look like they're one and done. I'm predicting Denver is going to be one of those teams that's one and done. Toronto, to some degree, is one and done. So if if those if, if he's worried about them being one and done and not being focused to be multiple, then I see why he would say what he's saying. And if that's the case, then I think regardless if they're showing what they want to do or not, I think Giannis would would do himself a disservice by not playing the field in 2025, knowing the Lakers have an open spot. You want to talk about marketing? You want to talk about the amount of, I mean, just hysteria? If, if Giannis says I'm opting out of my last year to test free agency and, you know, he can still, still be respectful with, with Milwaukee guys. I've never been a free agent. I want to test it. And here I am. That's, that's, that's where, that's where this can go in a respectful way. And then it'll be the Lakers job and Anthony Davis, hopefully, another title, you know, between now and then saying Giannis, this is going to be your team. You're going to have a 33 year old Anthony Davis that probably has another two or three years left. You'll have a shot at winning a championship while, while, while in those two or three years, and then we'll be prepared to supplant Anthony Davis after that with another superstar. I think this is great news for the Lakers. I'll tell you that I'd be scared my boots. This isn't the first time the Lakers have gotten some big player in Milwaukee before. So I wouldn't mind happen. I wouldn't mind having it happen twice. That'd be pretty good. And by the way, that same Milwaukee player won a championship in Milwaukee. So why not come play in LA and win a championship in LA? History repeating itself. It does. It, it always does, doesn't it? It's a little bit of history repeating. Yes. <laughs> now, the cool thing about that too is, would LeBron take the minimum if he still wants to play? I mean, with Giannis and AD, I think he would really jump at that chance to do that. He's not going to take the minimum. You crazy? Because remember, he's got a he, not the minimum, but he would take something. Yeah, he take. I, I think he might take uh, an MLE to do that. I don't think so. So he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to go ahead and jump jump on the chance to be on a, on a super team like that. Would you? No, I don't think he would need to. I think he'd leave or retire. I think he's retiring after twenty twenty five. Honestly, I think it's the best time to go. You think he's waiting for Bryce? No longer Bryce. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think that's any of that stuff's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so, like if he could play to, if he thinks he could play till forty two or forty three, he will, Joe. If he thinks he can, he will. You saw Tom Brady do it. Yeah, that's what I think he's he's angling. He's think he's thinking hard about it. Let's put it that way. I'm with Joe. I think I think two years and he's what probably age did done. Tom Bra- what age did Tom Brady win a title at? Uh, forty four. There you go. Can the basketball player last a forty four? At, 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 the way of- the game is called today, 
I mean, if anybody could experiment to see if you could do it or not, he could. Yeah. He could. It's not like he's going to stop dribbling at the Y. (laughs) Gerald's right, yeah. He's going to stay in shape. It's not like he's going to just, like, sit on a lawn chair and let himself go. Yeah, no, this isn't, you know, he's going to, yeah, exactly. He's going to become just drinking a bottle of wine a day. No, I don't think so. I'm getting back. Yeah, go ahead, I was going to say Empire Jeff. I don't think he's going to go the Vince Carter route where he's going to only show up, be at the end of the bench and score four points a game. I think that that's that's asking for a little bit much, but I I do think that he'll try to have the career, the Kareem type career where he maybe stays a little bit longer than he should have. I think so. I think that might end up being the case. Because remember, Uh, Kareem had the last year he scored only seven points a game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, like, I believe so. Yes. He's looking at it now because he doesn't. But getting um, kind of. Redirecting back to uh, the Giannis comments, Gerald. Yeah, um, I wanted to kind of piggyback off what you were saying there. Uh, yeah, the not only are the kind. Of, oh, 10? ten. Yeah, ten. Right. Well, it's pretty close. Thanks, thanks for getting that wrong, Gerald. Pretty good. Oh, pretty good guess. Anyway, you're thinking you thinking Kobe scored seven points his rookie year. That's what you're thinking. No, mm. I wasn't thinking Kobe scored. Yeah, I'm thinking Kareem anyway. at the end of his. No, don't yeah, tell were. me what I was thinking. Don't I, I'm tell telling me. What you. I, I just thinking. told you. No, you don't tell me what I was thinking. Seven point six. You knew it. I know it. You know it. Petting my cat knows it. No. <laughs> Magic man's true. neighbor knows it. That's not true. Yeah, don't tell does. me. Don't tell me what. Okay, <laughs> if you're a mind reader, you should hop over here on a plane to Las Vegas. Mind read nowhere. on some of what's going on as far as the numbers. Bet I'm not on it. Going anywhere. And win $10 I'm staying million. right here. I'm staying right here. Then so, you don't know anything. So I know Gerald, everything. Gerald, so gotta, I I keep thousand subscribers. So I keep up with the news a little bit, uh, especially um, in the United States. So, like you said, the. The whole coaching staff uh, dynamic is interesting there because they bring in, like you said, a journeyman basketball player, and it feels like a journeyman assistant coach to uh, take the reins. Mm -hmm. And now what was interesting to me, Gerald, is John Hammond left in the middle of the run. He built that team up to where they were, and he left for an Orlando job, which – on the face of it, a lot of people would think, so he built up this small market team and they're in the middle of a championship run and now he's vamoosing on down to South Florida. Hmm. Kind of makes you think. Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mark Lazary sold his position as Buck's minority owner because he wants to pursue, I believe, a Senate run in the United States Senate. Gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard those rumors. Yes. Correct. So obviously somebody in management heard whispers of that and was like, goodbye. You know, that 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 kind of sounds like there's, like Joe was saying, that like some kind of fly in the ointment. And now maybe that 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 whiff or that stink has gone to Giannis, and he's starting to think, "Hmm, are they really committed to what I'm committed to?" I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know the Lakers are. 
because I've seen them do it time and time again. And I know the Heat are because I've seen them do it time and time again. Raises questions. That's all that I, I, I think that's that that's what Joe was saying. It just raises a lot of questions about Giannis's mindset. Yeah, I, I believe I believe Giannis can play this very, very well. He can play it like LeBron has played it his entire career. LeBron has never demanded a trade. LeBron has played the system the way you're supposed to play it as a professional. And I'm not but saying what he says though with a commitment. I, I don't understand. It doesn't make options. sense because it doesn't make sense. Why I don't know as of as of right they now. Resigned Lopez, they paid it's not about then it's not about that. It's not about that because that makes zero sense. You're talking about a team. I don't even know what would be the uh, 18th, 20th uh, TV market, M- Milwaukee. Would it be the 18th, 20th market in, in, in out of the 30? Maybe even less, maybe 22. You're talking about a, let's say, early, low 20 TV market, Midwest, cold, snow. No one wants to live in Milwaukee especially if you're rich and young and want to be at the beach and be in good weather, right? Who the hell is going to want to go there? No one. How is it that they're not committed based off a payroll that's number four out of the 30? That part doesn't make any sense. And they're not, not only they've brought, they've re-signed good talent, talent that's won, talent that's valuable. Middleton. Middleton, Portis, Holiday, Brooke Lopez has hasn't won a champ. Brooke wasn't on the championship team in twenty twenty one. Yeah, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, he was. Yeah, okay, he was. so yeah, so you already have a championship team that's relatively still viable and young. Yay! And you've signed all. Of them. You've signed all of them for two years, two more years, and I guess in twenty twenty six. Uh, most of those guys, other than Drew Holiday, I think Drew Holiday has a has an opt out next year. But almost everyone that's relevant is is geared towards two more years of winning a championship. So is he talking about? Does he think that they're going to stop trying to win after the twenty twenty five season? Cool, cool. That's fine. That's that's that'll work. Just go ahead and uh, go ahead and wait it out and test. The market. Don't resign. Test the market. But then again, if they offer him a super max next year, are you going to risk it? I wouldn't. But again, the question remains: What is going on behind the scenes that's constituting this this rhetoric, Sean, from Giannis Antetokounmpo? As Joe says, kind of makes you wonder again, because on the surface, you think outside of the hiring of a new coach, brand new to the head coaching gig outside of that, the fact that they have re-signed Brooke Lopez, the fact that they did extend a iffy Chris Middleton, because he is going to be iffy going forward. And also they have drew holiday on the horizon. They're probably going to have to go ahead and take care of on another contract as well. If you, if you think he still has some tread left on the tires there, your thoughts on this, my friend, because on the surface, as Joe says, with the number four payroll, it seems like Milwaukee is trying to make a commitment to win a championship. Yeah, Gerald, it does. It does. Um, and look, when you when you just uh, naked eye the roster, 
it looks pretty strong. It looks pretty strong. It looks like a championship roster. But go into the weeds a little bit, as Gerald uh, uh, noted. Chris Middleton is now an injury history. And if he get hurts his ankle, he's not out for a week anymore. He's likely out for two and a half, three weeks. And Giannis... Uh, if his knees get sore or if he's got inflammation or any kind of tendonitis, they're going to shut him down for a couple weeks. And as Joe said, Holiday has one year left and a player option. There, there be, there's been a lot of smoke that uh, Drew Holiday's probably going to finish his career in Milwaukee. Now, the question is, is it going to be sooner rather than later? So... Gerald, when the Bucks went into this offseason, what struck me was that the biggest the biggest name in their roster that they were hoping would make an impact was Andre Jackson Jr., who is a, coming off of a, a collegiate career, Gerald. He hasn't even played a game as a pro. And I see a lot of uh a lot of Buck pods and um just Buck fans putting a lot of pressure on a kid who was like a, you know, a second round pick and you're expecting him to come in and be a world beater because, you know, there's trepidation and nervousness that, you know, this might be a house of cards, Gerald. Drew gets hurt. Chris gets hurt. Giannis gets hurt. Can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And, you know, as Gerald and Joe have, have, said before Giannis is paying attention to all this subtly he's not big he's not big going to the media Sim- very similarly to Anthony Davis I mean you know kind of uh two peas in a pod when it comes to how to handle the media drill although Giannis did have that little incident with Malika Andrews but other than that it, he's he's handled himself like as Joe has said like very well at least like politically with uh, the NBA media and not only uh, traversing, you know, how to handle, you know, pressure and dealing with executives. And it seems like he's, he's side-eyeing the box now, Gerald, that, that word, like you said, committed, it, it, that seems like it's a side-eye. Like I'm really not sure right now. But is this going to be the norm guys going forward where if there's any slight, you know, miscalculation by any team or just any slight thing that, that, you know, gets the star players uh, in a wrong direction. They're going to be side-eyeing. They're going to be giving you that, that LeBron famous backhanded compliment that makes you kind of wonder and think what's going on as we've seen now from Joel Embiid and now Giannis Antetokounmpo is Luka Doncic next is uh, what, who's after him. That could be, you know, is Victor Wembyama after his second year in San Antonio? Is he next? What's next? I understand Joe does not like the fact that player player empowerment and talk to discuss this. I personally am in favor of it, but you know, it's the fact that if your team is not doing well and you're unhappy about it and you're the star player, that's one thing. You have you should have every right to complain. When it comes to Giannis Tendakumpo, and and there, unless there's something behind the scenes that we don't know. It really the optics of when he's saying it, as far as what Milwaukee's trying to do to stay afloat in the at the top of the Eastern Conference, it's just 
it kind of makes you wonder exactly what is Milwaukee not doing as a small market team, Joe, to get this team over the hump. They got the team over the hump in 2021. They are a recent winner. They still have the core of that, that championship roster. What is not pleasing Giannis to make him go ahead and saying what he's saying? Uh, last year was the coach making bad decisions. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Grace Nallon, the whole nine yards, absolutely. Yeah, it's not not, uh, and that Budenholzer has been stubborn on a lot of things. Now, is he so mad about Budenholzer being let go? Is that why he's saying it? I hope not, because Budenholzer cost has cost the Bucks probably two championships and just bad decision making. You want to give that? You want to give Milwaukee the the. I don't know. I didn't. I can't. I don't even know if I could do that for losing in the first round and really getting your ass whooped the whole time. You need to put Giannis on Jimmy Butler. I'm some guy in a in a room talking basketball. If Giannis no is knows. supposed to be the all you know do everything kind of guy, and he's supposed to be the defensive player of year, yada yada yada, he is the guy. We've talked about this, Joe. He is the guy you're supposed to put on their top in guy prime, in crucial moments in yeah. shape. You use him. If he was in his early 30s, okay, I get it. This guy's in his prime, prime. Use him. You have to win this game. If Giannis can't handle it, at least you go out fighting. I don't understand this preserving, this Dave Roberts, Andrew Friedman brain of these people, right? Are you just about winning regular season games? Are you just always about what's later? Play for now. Win now. Win now. Don't worry about tomorrow. If you don't make it till tomorrow, you try. But it's worse if you are playing back and don't win. Then what was the point? What are you saving up for? For what? Play honest. He's one of the few ever to do what he's done offense and defense mvp and defensive player of the year use him you use him on jimmy butler his length alone would have could have slowed him down a little bit because you're already seeing he's having knee troubles he had knee surgery this offseason so you know could the time could the clock be running out had a kobe had hit kobe said many times he had swelling in his knee the size of a softball these guys all play hurt throughout the year. You play hurt. Can you play hurt or are you injured? You play hurt. Kobe played with a broken shooting trigger finger. Won a championship doing that. How the hell are you shooting the ball with a broken finger? How? Especially your release point finger. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? Are you, are you going to be excuses? Are you going to wait? Excuses and wait. That's life, right? How do you get rid of excuses and waiting in your life? You Getting rid of waiting is you do it your damn self. And as far as getting rid of excuses, stop making them. A good excuse is still an excuse. Oh, I broke my leg yesterday and I had to go to the hospital. A good excuse is a poor reason to not go all the way. Right? Okay, well, depending on the circumstance, let's say you need to deliver insulin for a diabetic and you broke your leg on the way over there. Here's here's my response to that. 
you have to have a backup. I understand you broke your leg, but this is important. If you're delivering some pie to your wife, okay, that's not a big deal. This is insulin for people. They might die. You have to have a backup. So when I talk about good excuse is still an excuse, that's what I mean. You have to have a backup. People are going to die if you don't make it there, regardless if you broke your leg or not. Have a backup. So stop with the excuses. Figure it out. If you're not up to that challenge, go do something else. Go sit in an office where they don't really need you. Go do TPS reports. If you break your leg, they got another schmuck that could come in five seconds later to do a TPS report, right? So that's the point. Point is, stop making excuses and do the job, okay? If you're not succeeding because the other team played you, outplayed you, hey, I did everything I could. Giannis tried to guard Jimmy Butler, we got burnt. And Boonholzer might have a job still. I don't know. But at least if I'm Boonholzer and I go in to talk to management, guys, I put my best defensive player on their best offensive player who was killing us. And what do you want me to do? I can't tell Giannis to play better. It, it, it is what it is. And if I'm ownership or I'm management, I'm going, yeah. Well, we just we just didn't play well that day. But if you're deliberately not using that weapon for whatever reason, well, look at the results. I'm not the only one that thought it. They're the one that fired him. Am I overreacting? I don't think so. They fired him. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So Laker Tom, (laughs) who we love so much on this show, instantly when he heard that reaction to that, already has designs on getting Giannis to the Los Angeles Lakers, Sean. As you know, that always happens. You know, I'm surprised. No, actually, you know what? He didn't do a Joel Embiid. No, he didn't. Scenario. No, yeah, he didn't. that kind of surprised me, man. I've just realized that. But usually he does. Yeah, he you normally is he does. slipping? I'm no. gonna have to ask Laker Tom. Is this something? No, uh, I don't think it... he's slipping. I think okay. it's. Uh, I think it's a matter of taste in that okay. instant. I, okay. I, I. He doesn't think he would be a good fit with AD. I'm sure. Correct. I, that's what I think. Tom. Tom would say. Although he would, he pr- he probably commend him for being, uh, you know, an excellent elite basketball player. He just doesn't like the fit. Although if MB just knocked on, you know, Rob Palinka's door, door. and said, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> you can come right on in." There yeah. you go. But- can you imagine AD's the look at AD's face when when Rob would say, "Hey, Anthony, we finally found a five for you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd probably fall off the chair, honestly. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it, um, you know that. But Gerald, that that this is, this is why Tom's been such a, 
partly it's such a success in his life because him and Joe, great minds think alike. Joe thought the same thing about Giannis and side-eyeing Milwaukee and probably looking at California and Tom likely thought the same thing and likely made the same connection about Kareem. Um, again, I think it's interesting. Um, and again, the Lakers have kind of set the table for that because, you know, they don't have a lot of money committed outside of Austin Reeves and Rui uh, over the next uh, after the next two years, well, they could trade those. Those and are they very could trade trading. those, right? Let's yes. say I, Austin Reeves goes south, even though Tom Tibbs and I, we all agree that he could be a very, very good player in the league. Most likely, he will be. Let's say it goes south for some reason with him or Rui or, or you know, just any. Even the, for instance, Gabe Vincent, who also has a three-year right. contract, you right. could easily trade those off if you had an inkling if uh agent of Giannis or Embiid or any star player next season wants to say, Hey, I want to come aboard. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And far be it from, you know, like almost 10 years ago now when the Lakers couldn't uh, wrangle up a couple of second round picks for Julius Randall because they were trying to clear some cat, some space off the books. But yeah, Joe, you know, th- those contracts, you know, some people, again, you know, the Rui one is a little overpay, sure. But as Gerald has said, they're they're quite tan- they're they're tenable contracts for management to say to ownership, we can bring these guys in. They have a record of success, and like Gerald was saying, if they if they slip a little in L.A., you can always rationalize it by saying, well, all they needed was a change of scenery. So I don't want to really get our hopes up too high, no. like that. But, yeah, it's something that, again, if it does happen where he wants out, obviously we're, we're a place and a destination that could accommodate with the right package. But, Joe, it's very interesting to see all the rhetoric anytime a star player even does the side eye, as you said, and does the actual conversations that they are with the press, that they're looking in other directions, that they don't feel that they're getting their just reserves where they're at. It's interesting to see how the Lakers always, almost always seem to fall in play on that. But before we head on out, my friend, uh, any last thoughts on Giannis and before we touch up with uh, Sean on what's going on with the FIBA? Yes. Uh, come to LA in 2025, please. There you go. How about I don't, I don't give a crap about Milwaukee, Budenholzen, Haslam, Brewers, Beer, Kareem in 71. I don't care about any of that. Haslam? He's on my he's minority owner of my... Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Yeah, Haslam. About, yeah. Jimmy Haslam. Okay, that's not about Udonis Haslam. No, no, no. Just, Jim, uh, no, 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 no. Joe finally off. retired from the yeah. Miami Heat. I don't care about Udonis Haslam. I don't care about the Miami Heat. Giannis, come to LA, summer of 2025, win a championship with AD. Hopefully, AD will be going on his third championship with you. Let's keep stacking. I want 20 banners before I die. That's it? At least 20. That means you'll be dead by 50. 20 championships. (laughs) Sounds really, really good. 17 is okay. I want to see 20. No, we need a round number. We need need to get back to a round number. I mean, it'd be nice. How do you say the 20 time world? NBA champions. We need round numbers. We need round numbers. We need 20, 18, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20
26, 28. Let's let's get some round numbers again. I might I might get one of those jackets. Maybe maybe in our lifetime. On the back where it maybe, fills up the entire jacket. Maybe in our lifetime. <laughs> maybe in our lifetime we can catch the Yankees. Yankees have so 27. While, so while somebody comes by with their 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 uh, so much prized and beloved Milwaukee Bucks 2021 championship to go along with the champ was it they were they 1972 or what was the year that they were? Yeah, it was 1972. Okay, so they are so proud of themselves with them on the back. Hey, you know, they got the two years that they won yeah, the was- championship. Then you come by, Sean, with your jacket with 20. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? What's up? Hey, you know, you hey guys. Got my we, 20. We, we got to catch. Hold on. We got to catch the Canadians first, actually. Yeah, they have 23. Yeah, that's true. Montreal has 23. That's why I said 30 before I die. There you go. They want to say they number. have 24. I keep I keep having to remind them. No, we, no, they do not have 24. They have 23. Luca thinks Ham is the perfect coach for Giannis. I do, too. Thoughts? I agree. I'd, I'd right. like, uh, you know, I, I'd like Lucas. Lucas a very smart guy. Uh, hopefully, he can expound on that in the comments. I'd like to hear more about that. But I agree on the surface. I agree on the surface as well. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you joining us. We're celebrating a thousand subscribers on the special Lakers snack pack just for you. But before we head on out, Sean, can you give us an update? What's going on with FIBA? We know tomorrow at a sparkling 5:40 in the morning here uh, that w- the team USA will be playing their next game their first game actually when it comes to world cup actual qualifying and in game in the philippines but your thoughts so far what's taken place in viva yeah gerald uh you know i was uh, up early this morning watching uh my uh, countrymen battle la france the frog we will show you who you caught the frog uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was it was a very competitive game in the first half, Gerald. Um, it was a real nail baiter, and I was I was keep letting everybody in the email thread know about it. And then Shea Gilgis Alexander took over in the second half, Gerald. Um, it, it was clear. Yeah, man. Uh, Nineteen points in the second half. Uh, I believe Canada outscored uh, France. 52 to 16. Um, it was just a, oh, I'm sorry, 65. No, 20, 20, 25. Uh, it was a dominant performance. I've never seen a Canadian basketball team that dominant uh, on the international stage, Gerald. So, and they really needed that game more than France did because I don't think Canada wants to be in a situation where they have to play Spain uh, in the knockout stages. And I think they'd rather leave that for France. Uh, Mo Wagner, former Laker, had a huge game. Huge game. 25 points, 9 boards. Um, I thought that game would be a little bit more competitive. But um, Germany beat Japan, Gerald, 81-63. Carl uh, Anthony Towns had a great game, Gerald. Um, again, uh, those three would probably be the, the players of the night. Patty Mills gets honorable mention as well. Australia beat Finland. So it's it, the only the only real competitive game so far. We'll have to wait for tomorrow because the, there weren't any today. There was blowouts all across the scoreboard. 
I have a feeling Patty Mills will play until his 40s. I think he'll play in his 40s, you know, at his, least in the, as far his as his game is different. ageless. He just seems yeah. that it, that game of his is ageless. Yeah. He may, he may be in his last year or year in the, in the NBA, but he'll continue on uh, in FIBA, that's for sure. But yeah, just a great update uh, tomorrow. If we, when we go on the air tomorrow, we're going to go ahead and make sure you get a Team USA update as well. Uh, or this weekend, we'll definitely go ahead and do that. Make sure at some point this weekend you will have a full Team USA update. So looking forward to that. Getting a confirmation on the Lakerholics for this weekend. We'll make sure we provide some type of Lakerholics spotlight for you, even if it is or without Jamie. Make sure I'll get Laker Tom here. Make sure we get something started. Make sure we'll have some type of Lakerholics. We got you covered. Now that we're over 1,000 subscribers, we got you covered here. We'll try to do the best we can to be on at least six, maybe seven days a week. We're going to try and do what we can. Make sure that we still have our sanity and our time off with our families to make sure that we have a, you know, obviously a, a fresh time to go ahead and be with our family, but also make sure that we're fresh for you as well, because we do enjoy talking to you here at the Lakers Fast Break. But Joe, since you're all, you know, kumbaya and got that happy mood. No, and you are, so, not me. Well, I'm trying to be complimentary out there to everybody out there, including our families who have been able to put up with us for doing uh, this. My family's so fine. Uh, whatever's going on with your place, that's you. Well, they're, they're fine, too. I, Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. All right, whatever. But Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out? No NBA news as of yet outside of Giannis. So I don't know. Uh we're we're slowly getting into the true dead time of the year. Uh we're probably another three weeks away from finally getting to that sweet spot of ooh, training camp. And then uh, good stuff coming out of training camp and who's going to do this and who's going to do that. So, yeah, we're uh, we're we're, we're going to have to dig in a little bit more here and uh, have have some good stuff for our guys to and our men and women who watch our show to, uh, you know, keep them keep them entertained. And we will. Absolutely. And we will indeed uh, just want to let you know, Magic is lining up something for Monday as far as our continual coverage, as far as the NBA team and their team reports. I've got a confirmation for Wednesday for the Chicago Bulls. Looking forward to that conversation as well. So really, really hoping we can go ahead and provide more to you as well. Um, wow. Just continue the great, great support for us. We're now over 1160 subscribers strong. And cannot thank you enough for doing so. So, Magic Man, uh, again, you wanted the, a little bit of a snack pack for us, for our, our great audience out there. Any last thoughts from you before we head on up? Uh, humbled, humbled as always, um, Gerald, just by not only the audience that we have, but the fact that we're just continually being able to have these audience members come back and give us their valuable time to discuss something we all love. And I'm just glad we all found each other um, onward. So now, and it's now that Joe, you should be doing the back and forth. Go ahead, Sean. Onward and upward. And to quote Kobe Bean Bryant, what's next? See, that's when you should be doing the whole right there. Oh, and last but not least here, a good man indeed, Laker Nick, uh, stopping by. I truly appreciate you stopping by on the program, my friend. What's going on? 
Yeah, Gerald, uh, what's up, Joe? Uh, what's up, uh, Sean? Um, yeah, I just wanted to hop on real quick and say congratulations on the 1,000 mark. Um, Good at done without that, you, my friend. And I know that uh, you guys won't say it, but uh, all these men on the panel have uh, worked extremely hard to get to this point. It's not a miracle. And, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be much more subscribers uh, to come. Uh, it's no easy feat. I mean, the graveyard runs deep of YouTube channels, uh, podcasts. I never reached the thousand subscriber mark. And so uh, I, I definitely want to hop on and say that it's not a minimal accomplishment. It's huge. And, you know, uh, I think it's uh, indicative of good things, better things to come. I do want to go ahead and answer a question from PMC. When do you guys get monetized, super chats in the chat, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, I will tell you that I am going to reach out to YouTube today on that. I know they have, we talked about something about Archaic, but they have to send me something in the mail for a big, huge company that's digitally based. They still send you stuff in the mail in order that you go ahead and it allows you to go ahead and get monetized and all that. Plus also the super chats. I will ask them about that as well. You can go ahead and help us out if you decide to do so. And it is truly appreciated. Follow the path of Darren. Give big a shout out to Darren, who is our first audio subscriber for our audio podcasts on Spotify. If you follow us there, go ahead and do so. If you support us, we're going to try and make something special for our audio subscribers uh, because we were so overwhelmed by Darren doing that the other day. Joe and I and, and Sean have already got plans on doing something special over there, but Laker Nick, again, from all of us to you, my friend, we have are so indebted to you for all your support and help behind the scenes. And I'm so grateful whenever you get a chance to come on the air or on playback as well. No, it's uh, it's great to uh, have some visibility behind the scenes on what the LFB does. And just from, uh, you know, just to let the audience know that, you know, uh, Sean, Gerald and Joe work extremely hard, uh, everything from trying to get more personalities on air to putting on shows sometimes multiple times per day um, at odd hours. Um, all that, you know, uh, requires a lot of dedication, time, which is precious. It's a limited resource. And, you know, um, I know they have, uh, Joe has, you know, big plans coming up with merchandise and all of that. So everybody should stay tuned. Absolutely. Stay tuned indeed. Uh, Lake Neck, we are truly indebted for all your help. Joe and Sean, the same thing. Magic Man, of course, everything that you've done for us, Laker Tom, Jamie, L. Rob, John McKaylee, and everybody who's been a part of our show. Big shout out to each and every one of you. Please support what they do. John McKaylee on YouTube, Lakerholics.com, Joe Soros, Sin Blades, Lakersball.com, and of course, what I do at the Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and of course, everything that we do right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.